0: And joining us now uh, to talk about signing a new deal with New Zealand Rugby League is Kiwi Ferns coach Ricky Henry. G'day Ricky, uh, welcome to the show and congratulations on the extension.
1: Yeah, thanks for that mate. Um, yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. And, yeah, it's uh, a privilege to be uh, being given another opportunity to um, yeah take this team forward to the next World Cup.
0: Yeah, through to twenty twenty five, mate. I mean, what what were the conversations like, and uh, uh, and and what's the carrot for you to to continue doing this job?
1: I guess for me, it's um, you know it's exciting times for women's rugby league and actually women's sport. Um, there's a lot of opportunities, and I'm in a I'm in a position where I can sort of influence and um, you know sort of future proof. I guess um, a lot of our women. Um, Premier league players to hopefully go on to uh, be full-time athletes and um, carve out a career um, sort of where where I'm sort of aiming um, for myself. And on top of that, you know, we haven't haven't won a World Cup for a number of years now. So, you know, that's my other driving motivation to get us back on top of... um, uh, World Rugby League.
0: Well, yeah, mate, we, we went pretty close at the last World Cup, right? And, and that was with a pretty young squad. Um, how, how well placed do you think we are, and, and how many of that squad do you expect to, to still have playing in 2025?
1: Yeah, we had a really young squad. Uh, I think the average age was 23 years. So, um, you know, so I was really stoked with the development of those players, and also uh, they're starting to become household names uh, through NRLW um but you know really looking forward to their development over the next couple of years and yeah we were placed. you know we lose a lot of experience um with some of the ladies that be retiring so we're at the them. but we've got some really handy replacements like uh, georgia hale and racing McGregor and that, that sort of um caliber of player so yeah we're in a really good space and uh we'll look, sort of try and develop them and getting ready for the uh 2025 world cup so yeah i think in a really good Really good position.
0: Yeah. What about the international program, mate? I mean, how much conversation was there with the NZRL about that uh, before you, you re-signed?
1: Yeah, there was a lot. One of my uh, you know, passions is to make sure that we're ready and uh, match hard and for when we have these uh, these tournaments. But, um, you know, one of the things that I really discussed was about us you know, getting in front of the Australians every year and trying to have a sort of a three-test series or at the very least a uh, two-test series. So um, I know that's that's in the pipeline and I know they're talking about it, so uh, that'll sort of help us build towards the World Cup. Plus, uh, we're starting to see sort of Samoa, Tonga, uh, Fiji, PNG uh, really sort of come to the fore too with their teams and and the calibre of players that they've got. So, yeah, we've got some really good options there and and that international programme is really important for our... Uh, development as a group, but also um, preparation for the uh, World Cup. There,
0: it feels like the uh, Australia is the sticking point with the international um, international calendar, particularly on the men's side. I'm not sure about the women's side, but given that the premier sort of club competition will be the NRLW, uh, is that how you see it?
1: Yeah, I, I guess that's sort of the pinnacle. To be, to be fair, like. Um, a lot of those ladies be playing, um, you know, there's a 10-team comp this year. Um, I think they're playing 10 games as opposed to five the previous year and then they've got the final series. So that should sort of really set our players up for uh, success and also grow the game. Um, plus all the programs that are sort of sitting below those as well, like uh, we've got our national comp uh, under-19s as well. We've got a got a younger group, I think under-16s as well, who also... Um, a program that will help us to yeah, sort of build players' uh, capability and prepare them for um, yeah for any future um, games for us.
0: I don't know if you you know this off the top of your head, so sorry if I'm dropping it on you, mate. But I mean, you, your ten game uh, ten team competition, as you talked about, you know, the NRLW is expanding. How many Kiwi Ferns or, or players are, uh eligible for the Kiwi Ferns will be running around in that comp this year? Do you think?
1: Yeah, you know, there's definitely going to be a lot. Um, I know that um a few of the ladies that played for the, for us in the last World Cup have been signed up uh for a lot of those uh, newer teams. Um I just sort of heard today that Millie Hufung has gone to the Brisbane Broncos and, and then Madison Bartlett and those those sort of players are also signed with places like Canberra, uh, which will be released over the next couple of days or over the next week. So yeah, we'll have a we'll have a lot of um a lot of players coming out of this competition and I think, you know, for us to be really competitive uh, you know, we're going to sort of really pick players that have been playing at that level, as opposed to um, you know, our, our local comp and our local comp being as a as really a stepping stone in preparing for uh, NRLW. Yeah,
0: was has there been much conversation uh, between NZRL and and the Warriors about when they might have a team in the NRLW again, um, which would obviously help yeah. their pathway.
1: Yeah, there's been a bit of bit of talk between the uh, the two. there. I know that uh, the Warriors are really keen to put a team back in in 2025. So um, it's a year of the World Cup, and I believe that the only reason why they didn't get in earlier is because they couldn't get any more licences um, you know, for 2024. Otherwise, they would have put a team in prior to that. But I guess that's sort of good timing as well. Like, uh, the Warriors have only just come back into the country, obviously, uh, been, been sort of playing out of uh, Redcliffe there and... Um, yeah, obviously we'll set their teams up, and a lot of their, um, their, their their men's grades uh coming back in as well. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I know that that's definitely a draw card and something that uh, the Warriors really keen on um, doing in twenty twenty five.
0: Yeah, and what about you know your role? So as a coach, obviously you talked about the age group sides and the age group tournaments, and looking at the uh, you know the local comp here and coaching the Kiwi Ferns, but if the opportunity came available, do you you think you could juggle both jobs, Kiwi Ferns and, say, the Warriors NRLW side, if if you were asked?
1: Yeah, look, I'm I'm, uh, confident in my ability and um, absolutely, um, if the opportunity does come, um, I'd be keen to sort of put my hand hand up there and and coach that team. And like I said, I've, I've been a part of this in the women's space for the last couple of years and sort of seen it develop and, It's really evolving, and I want to be a part of that and try to help to uh, shape this for, you know, for the future. So, you know, juggling that is, you know, I think for me, um, something I can can definitely do, Um, and something I'll be keen to do with um, either the Warriors or... Or,
0: or another NRLW team. Yeah, now we've had uh, a couple of uh, very well, or one particularly high-profile uh, union player who has switched and is playing at the Parramatta Eels last season, in, in Gail Broughton. Um, she didn't feature in the World Cup squad. I think uh, under her own volition, she wanted to learn the game a bit more, mate. But uh, where is she at in her development, and, and do you think there might be a few more switching codes with the the way the NRLW is growing?
1: Yeah, I've I've heard a few whispers that a few of the uh, yeah the the black ferns that are looking to switch over as well. We've had a couple of girls actually go to rugby too after the World Cup and play in that uh, rugby tournament. that's just sort of uh, finished over there in, uh, in New Zealand here, and um, yeah, we're sort of looking at players also coming back our way as well because it's a ten like I said ten game uh, competition and then finals, so you know that's close to sort of um, six months worth of salary that they can earn. So um, a massive opportunity for them, and yep um, you know, there definitely be opportunities for them. But but you know, with with Borton, you know, she did uh, make it clear that she didn't want to disrespect the game and didn't feel like she she knew enough about the game to sort of step into into the key thing. So um, you know, she's shown through the the New Zealand Maldives, um game at the start of the year, and also her form in the NRLW. Uh, last year, you know, definitely shows that you can sort of step up and, um, yeah,
0: feature for us in the queue thing. Uh, do you, uh, where, where to next for you, mate? I mean, uh, you, you've, you've got the ink's dried on the contract now, so uh, you, you're in the hot seat to 2025. Uh, is it just down to planning now? And and when do you think we might know about uh, what's going on in the international calendar?
1: Yeah, I'll be doing a lot of planning over the uh, next month or so before we sort of started that process, um, really keen just to sort of get some uh, you know, some high-performance camps together, um, start sort of feeding through some of the information that we want um, our players to be a part of. Also, culture is a big part of um, the plan as well and making sure we've got the right environment, the right culture within the group. Um, they're a wonderful, uh, talented bunch of players that we've got and we're really happy where we're at. Uh, but it's also about bringing through the next breed of player and um, getting them ready as well so that they understand the know, sort of what we're about and um how how to act and and that sort of thing. So yeah, lots of planning for us. Um and also you know, using these games that we're playing in Australia, uh, to really put a you know, to give us a bit of a benchmark on where we're at. Um, you know, we'll be we'll be getting into those games also, thinking about how we can how we can knock them off as well. So it's not like it um something we just got to turn up and uh, play every year we actually wanna compete and and get over top of them because that'll that will give us some, um, you know, some really good information about how we plan and how we get it right for the uh, World Cup.
0: Yeah, well, the more more players we have playing in that NRLW, the better, right? Because I mean, it does uh, it, it does throw me back to mate when I first started watching rugby league as a kid in the in the eighties, and the Kiwis would play the Kangaroos, and we'd have guys running out there against the Kangaroos who were still playing at Otaheite or the east and things like that. Yeah. And it kind of there are some parallels there, aren't there, for, uh, where the Kiwi ferns have been of late? But hopefully, uh, we can put that behind us soon and have them all playing pro.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the goal, and. You know, um we want to sort of yeah, have high performing athletes and athletes have been part of um the professionalism that sort of thing. So um yeah, exciting times ahead for us and I'm really, really excited about the opportunity and really thankful that they've been uh, given us the opportunity to uh lead our you know, lead our woman uh, into the next World Cup and over the next couple of years.
0: Yeah, mate. Uh before we let you go, Ricky, I'd be keen to get your take on as someone who's a, a league fan but also a coach, um, at the highest end, uh, what you've made of the way Andrew Webster's turned the Warriors around.
1: Yeah, he's um mate, he's uh, done a wonderful job there, having his um staff. Um yeah, I think just you can tell they've got a bit of steel about what they do. Um, you know, they don't really shake their responsibilities when they go and when they're going get sort of tough with they um uh, Warriors of the past have sort of uh, faltered. whereas this group actually, um, have got some real steel behind them, and I think it's through the club as well that um, there's a there's a real good group of players that are coming through who sort of don't give up. And you know that's what the the public are looking for is a bunch of players that you know really put their best foot forward every game and you know play with their hearts but also you know execute the plan that, that needs to be executed. And I just think Andrew Woods has done an awesome job there with the club and. You know, it's only round, around five, and you know, we have already started to see some really good signs. Uh, but with the NRL, you know, you want know it's you know, it's a, it's a long competition, so um, you know, the consistency, you know, we're still starting to see that. We'll hopefully see that over the next sort of few months. But yeah, really, really, really pleased with where the Warriors are at and what they're doing, and and the job they're doing as well at the um, at their place.
0: What's the relationship like with, you know, NZRL and, and the Warriors? I mean, uh, I imagine that you and Madge, you know, sort of talk a bit. But, uh, you know, do you, do you can you put your heads together with, you know, Andrew Webster and share ideas? Do you, do you guys get together and talk or or anything like that? Is there anything facilitated on that front?
1: Yeah, actually, um, I, I, I coach in the reserve grade at the Warriors. So I um, spend a lot of time with Andrew Webster and uh, Slade Griffin as well. So... Um, you know, just, yeah, always sort of putting things together, always getting a, a take on what they they do and how they do things. So, yeah, their relationship's really, really strong. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, looking forward to uh, the year ahead for them. Yeah,
0: oh mate, that's great to hear, you know, sort of share some of that IP around uh, the game in New Zealand and, and, and try and keep it here and uh, uh, we can, you know, build something off it uh, for rugby league both internationally and, and, and at club level, Ricky. So, mate, I really appreciate you giving us some time tonight, mate. Congratulations again on, on re-signing through to 2025 and wish you all the best of luck.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Ricardo, and thank you.
0: Uh, mate, any time, any time. Always happy to talk footy with you.